Today's show is brought to you by LootCrate.com. Save 10% on any new subscription at www.trylootcrate.com backslash IWTO. Enter promo code BRIDGE10 for 10% savings. So, and then, like, I just felt this Alinchian existential dread. I don't think that's a real word that you just said, but, you know, that's fine. We'll let it go for now. Mine needs to be turned up. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't know. I think, one, you get me at listening to anime just in a public place. And then you get me again with loud and crunchy chip consumption. Fool me once. Shame on me. Fool me twice. Shame on me. That's not how that goes. Yeah, that's how I just said it, though. Yeah. But... I'm sorry. I think you're gonna need to turn. I'm gonna need to turn your mic up if you're gonna talk that volume. No, it's fine. So Call of Duty Four. I mean, Call of Duty Black Ops 4 yeah. is still a thing that I is literally keeping me up at night. I know we talked about it like three <laughs> weeks ago, but every time I go to try and sleep and I rest my little head down on my big pillow, all I can see is the Roman numeral 4 being misconstrued as just four dashes instead of an IV as it's supposed to be. Well, what I find fun about Call of Duty now is that I can completely forget they're coming out. Right. And then they come out, and I'm like, oh, that's out already? Well, yeah, because it's yearly. It's, like, the same day every year. Like, mm-hmm. mark it on your calendar. And, like, I don't even... Doritos sales increase tenfold in the fourth quarter of the year. I think Call of Duty is going to go down in uh, popularity. I think it already is. Like, a lot. It has. But I think part of it is it's gone down in popularity, or... We're just not, we're just like so far removed from that scene at this point that we couldn't even tell. That's true. But there's so many games that are, that do similar things that Call of Duty tries to do, Mm -hmm. but better and saturate the market more. Like people are playing PUBG. Yeah, I think PUBG and Fortnite have kind of eaten the lunch of every other game, Mm -hmm. like a multiplayer game anyway, that has come out like this entire year. Like Overwatch exists. Yeah, and people are still playing Overwatch, and, like, that game came out almost two years ago Mm -hmm. at this point. So, like, I mean, that's good. Like, that's kind of, like, long-lasting in the current landscape of video games. That's pretty good. Yeah. I'd say. Like, Bridget just came out. um, On the consoles. On the consoles, yeah. So. And I know I'll have to check, re-download it, but Battlefront 2 got a bunch of stuff. Yeah, Battlefront 2, all, I the, um, look at it. all I the heroes are free now. Yeah, which is nice. And the crates you can't buy, you only earn them. And in the crates oh. are only cosmetic things. You unlock the cards through leveling up. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. So. I'll have to look at it's it. It's kind of, it's it's basically they just made it back to how Battlefield Battlefront 1 was. Yeah. Which isn't. Terrible. Battlefront One was more enjoyable. More more enjoyable to play. The controls, the controls felt better for some reason. Yeah. Except for flying, flying feels I think better in Mm -hmm. Battlefront Mm Two. But anyway, this is a wild tangent. Yeah. And a tangent nonetheless. How was your week? My week? How was your two weeks? Yeah, it's been two weeks. Um, Whole two weeks. We experience what's known 
colloquially as spring break. Um, we have weird times for spring break <laughs> where we come from. It's just in the middle of the month. Mm-hmm. No reason. Nothing really. St. Patrick's Day was the last day of break. Which <laughs> was very disappointing because I wanted to like... I wanted to go to like Atlantic City and see like the beer trucks just driving up and down the uh, the boardwalk. I just wanted to see the, uh, the Troll 2 pastries everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> It'll turn you into a plant. Don't eat that cupcake. No, Boggy's Goblin's spelled backwards, guys. It's the, the day Beware. that people trick themselves into thinking sauerkraut's good and cabbage. Mostly cabbage, but it, 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 they're like the same thing to me. I don't care. Well, cabbage is better, though. Cabbage is definitely, I think, better than sauerkraut, but like still stewed cabbage is not very good. What's with sour, though? Like, I understand it's sour candy because it offsets sweet, mm-hmm. but then you take something savory and then you add sour to that. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. It doesn't make sense well, to me. Because you, like, with sauerkraut and kibasi, it's a sweet meat and a sour, disgusting, well, fluid-like. Despite me not liking it, I understand it. Mm-hmm. I don't understand straight up just eating sour food. Oh. I mean, I, I don't know. Some people like sour. Some people prefer that area of the palate, if you will. Well, good for them. I appreciate their honesties. <laughs> But yeah, so over spring break, what kind of media have you consumed? The entire series of Jessica Jones. I did that also. Oh my god. Yeah. No, oh my god is correct. So it's um it kept my interest, which uh Luke Cage failed to do after this first half. Positives include Jessica's better, mm-hmm. Malcolm's better. Mm-hmm. Hogarth is still amazing. Hogarth is pretty good, especially second half of the season. Absolutely. Um the story is much more personal and interesting mm-hmm. than the first season, I think. The much more shades of gray, I'd say. It's it's a much better told story, mm-hmm. but there are certain factors about it that stopped me from like really enjoying it. Namely, I guess spoilers. I get hit guys um, spoilers for Jessica, Jessica Jones. Jones. Yeah, um, there will there'll be a timestamp in the comments if you want to skip it, but. Um, <laughs> Like, I don't, like, Jessica's mom just, like, bothered me, and I fast-forwarded through a lot of those scenes until the end. Because I just did not care about that plight, at least, like, halfway through the season until she was, like, formally introduced. Um, Sure. Trish was frickin' terrible. She was bad. Like, so, like, aggressively upsetting to watch her character. I thought there would be a point where she would get somewhat of a redemption. She almost does. But then she's just like, hey... I'm going to kill your mother. And expect you to be okay with it. That's the thing. Like, she could have been redeemed right there while she was in the hospital bed by just not going. Mm-hmm. But then she goes, and then she kills Jessica's mom. Mm-hmm. Which Jessica probably wouldn't have done herself or would have if she absolutely had to. But her, being an actual hero, would have tried to find another way. Mm-hmm. Which is what she was doing. But no, now we have, like... There was that one episode where uh, it was the flashback episode mm-hmm. where every character was being irrational. I sk- almost, I pretty much skipped that episode. Well, I fast forwarded through it. Good, good job. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, from what you missed, Trish was acting the same as she did in the, the no, late I saw half. It. Yeah, and Jessica was dating this this crazy dude that was just kind of like, yeah, yeah, dude, I'm gonna open up a club with my band and we're gonna rock yeah, out. Dude. Let's drink rock. Uh, <laughs> R A W K. We're gonna drink bong water. Hell yeah. 
because we can't afford real water. Like, and then her, her Jessica's mom's like, like, "Hey, bottled bong water. Be nice to my daughter." And he's like, "Oh, sorry, I guess, I, but that wasn't my fault." And then she just kills him. Yeah. <laughs> also, I don't remember Jessica's mom being told, or Jessica's mom telling Jessica that she killed him, but Jessica knew. Yeah. Anyway, that's unrelated. But completely unrelated. But um, I truly, like, legitimately enjoyed the episode where Kilgrave's present. It's a predictable plot device, and I kind of liked Kilgrave. Yeah, I I think it really worked, because it was just this one, like, kind of isolated experience. And it was, like, it was personal and introspective, because she had to, you know, like, fight back against his influence or whatever. And it wasn't just when she was alone, which I thought was cool. Mm -hmm. She was with Malcolm, and it was very... That was a good scene, yeah. Anxiety building scene, uh-huh. which is what it was trying to do. But he was just like really like good. It was like the con, like everything that was concentrated that made Kilgrave interesting in the first season, mm-hmm. just kind of in more short bursts. Because now, like, I think they know what the character was going to be had he like continued into the se- the series a little yeah. bit. Yeah, but he he can't. Right. Um, <laughs> there there was that character that I really got upset. They just kind of forgot about it was the dude that trish was going to marry oh yeah just like really agreeable and nice and like well was agreeable and nice and sarcastic and then was also spying on her or whatever but but then it was revealed it's just because he was trying to set up a really romantic romantic um proposal thing that jessica didn't like and then trish's mom was like so also aggressively terrible, but she always has been. That's her thing, though. Yeah. Trish was, like, reliable the first season. Trish, Trish like, did things mm-hmm. that were, like, good the and first season. She was a unique character. She was strong, independent. Mm-hmm. But now she's... She was even all right in Defenders. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, her, her Malcolm Defenders. and Colleen all, like, hit it off pretty well. But no... No, I wish Malcolm and Jessica got a better. They will. They will. It, well, that that's what happened in Daredevil season two, where everyone just like hated each other forever. Uh-huh. I hate that. I I mean it works. I hate waiting for people to like each other again. It works, but in the Marvel series, it seems like that's their kind of go to. Yeah. Like up up instead of bringing a new villain, we're just gonna make everyone hate each other. Oh well. Which is better than bringing in a second villain halfway through, I guess. Yeah, I'm glad it didn't do that. <laughs> I'm really glad it didn't do that. It wasn't even a villain, really, other than maybe Trish. <laughs> Trish, the doctor, kind of, and Jessica's mom doctor was... doctor was just kind of stupid. He was stupid, and then Jessica's mom was an antagonist, but not really evil no. slash villainous. She was what the kids would call relatable. Mm. Well, because she has anger issues. And right. if we had superpowers, and I know I have some anger issues, I'd probably do some dumb things I wouldn't regret. I probably wouldn't snap people's necks, but... I mean, you say that now. I say that now, but let's, per- let's not hope this gives me superpowers. Um, I'd but probably break things. Yeah, I mean, just naturally, like Jessica, at every bar she goes to all the time. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> popping cherries and um, breaking bottles. That's what she does. Mm-hmm. She's so cool. Also, the soundtrack was, like, super notably good in this. Like, in, in the first season, I didn't really notice it, and I liked the intro song. But in this season, like, 
the the kind of jazzy noir theme like really is in like almost every scene. Well, I didn't notice until you brought it up to me, but yeah, it's there. Yeah, it's it's there and it's good. Um, mm-hmm. And I liked it. Yeah, Jessica's always been the be- the second best Netflix hero. Mm-hmm. Well, I think like her and Daredevil both excel in different things. Yeah. Um, Daredevil's just the best. Daredevil has has the better action and the better like filming, dir- directing, and well, season one is just like it. It's it's almost a template you could use. Right, Jessica Jones season one like it had less of a budget than Daredevil had, mm-hmm. um, and they had less time to kind of put it all together. Um, this season, it really it's like they they took the time. Um, the crew did a really good job with it, though. Like, um, I don't remember the director's names right now, but she did an amazing job this season, and I really liked it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What else did you do? Well, um, over the spring break, that's about all I did. I tried to... I had some a little bit of homework, so I had to do that. Um, I, I did a thing. What'd you do? I did a what thing. What was the thing that you did? No, nothing, because I didn't have uh, any of my video games up there. Mm. So I just kind of sat there and, uh... Oh, I re-downloaded a Yu-Gi-Oh! simulator, but that's about it. Great. Yeah. But post-spring break, I <laughs> got to enjoy uh, Noctis from Final Fantasy XV mm-hmm. in Tekken 7. Yeah. Which, man, I wish that was a game. I mean, it is technically a game. I wish it was more of a game. I wish there was ways to play it, because I really enjoy doing things in Tekken. I just don't have enough outlets to do so. Mm-hmm. I, um... You were playing him yesterday, and I was busy kind of doing some work, um... And just in the room. And, like, he does not look like he's rendering at the same scale as everyone else. You are correct, but the thing is... Like, his hair is especially pixelated. <laughs> and it's like, I know you're playing on the Xbox, and, like, Noctis and Final Fantasy... I mean, Final Fantasy fifteen in general had different rendering issues on Xbox than it did on PlayStation. But Tekken, it... Like, I haven't noticed that with any of the other characters, really, to that extent, anyway. It's, it's there with, um... All the characters that aren't Tekken. Oh, okay. Geese, it's hard to tell because his hair is very slicked back. It's a little noticeable with uh, Akuma in the in specifically the character customization screen. Mm. And the vampire girl is always just like it's always phasing right. it out of reality. Yes. Mm. Yeah, it's just. I mean, it just. It was noticeable once it's in motion. It's really not that that no. bad, but it's like. And he has good animations. And, yeah, no, the animations were great, and like. Seeing um, Ignis Prompto and Gladio was really, really cool. That was an exciting moment. Yeah, if you go on... There's the Tekken Bowl thing, mm-hmm. where you can bowl, and normally you just get weird random soldiers, but with Noctis, you get his bros. You get the Choco bros, just <laughs> chilling. You get back. the squad. Yeah, which is cool. It's neat. Um, so, I mean, that's fun. I, I've checked out Bridget um, in Overwatch, um... I've been playing the beta for Magic the Gathering Arena, but I can't really talk about that. can't talk about that, man. Um, Like, at all, really. (laughs) But it's there. You signed. I've been playing it. (laughs) 
the most like draconian <laughs> non-disclosure agreement I have ever seen in my entire life. But I <laughs> I feel like even just saying that, like the the Wizards of the Coast headquarters are like tapping into this microphone yeah, right actually, now. Yeah, I'm like, hearing I'm hearing like I'm, I'm hearing, I'm hearing like, footsteps. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> move on to the next thing. Um I watched all of that, yeah, of Jessica Jones anyway. Um what else did I do over break? I watched Chef. Chef was good. Chef's a good movie. That's a really good movie. I like watching it. I mm-hmm. cooked a lot of stuff from Chef over break. That's Easy. unrelated though. Um I watched all of Shit's Creek, season four. Ooh. Represent. It's really good. If you haven't watched Shit's Creek, it's on Pop in America and CBC in Canada. Um, and seasons one through three are on Netflix right now. Um, it's about a rich family um, led by Catherine O'Hara and Eugene Levy um, from Best in Show, Waiting for Guffman, Mighty Wind, etc. As they uh, kind of get forced to go to this town called Shit's Creek after all of their assets get like taken from them by the bank because of tax reasons. Um, so then they kind of have to readjust to normal human life after being accustomed to being super rich and super famous. That sounds like a good setup and also it's very a really good similar to uh, Arrested Development. It's similar to Arrested Development, but... Um, That's not a bad thing, though. Yeah, but the, the characters are a lot more... Um, like, the characters are real people, other than, like, in, in Arrested <laughs> Development... Like What do you mean? Like, Michael is the only real human being in that entire cast That's of Arrested joke. Development. Yeah, exactly. And um, in this, it's it's kind of, like, these people learning to be normal humans against these outlandish locals in Schitt's Creek. Um, the mayor's name is Roland Shit. So... There's a lot. There's uh, there's some puns there. I I, I, I it, it took a second to hit me. Oh yeah, the yeah, nuance no. to that it's one. not it's <laughs> not very on the nose. You have to think <laughs> about it for a little bit. Um, but it's a good show. It it really is. Um, but we don't get it here, so I have to like binge watch it when I'm home. Um, America's Next Top Model continues. Drag Race All Stars Three. I was gagged. It was uh, it was I'm a glad time. I missed that one. It was a trial. It was upsetting. Shangela was robbed. But we're right back in the mess. But we're right back into it because tonight we got season 10. Where uh, it looks like RuPaul has been uh, taken over by the alien symbiote. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the new Venom is not Tom Hardy. It's RuPaul. <laughs> it's RuPaul. Um, RuPaul's also been giving a lot of like really weird eccentric interviews over the past couple weeks. So I think something has happened, but it's whatever. Um we won't learn until the finale, I suppose. But yeah, season ten starts today. Um, there's a lot of fan favorites in in the cast, so that'll be fun. But that's kind of like, yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of, winner of All Stars three, Trixie Mattel has started streaming on PlayStation Four. Oh my god! Yeah, which is a wild ride from start to finish. Oh, I did watch another thing over spring break. Okay, I forgot. Okay, I watched an anime. Oh. So I accidentally. Because I bought your old PS4... You did. I forgot to sign you out of Amazon, so there's two shows on it that are bad and you don't like specifically. Yeah. There is Iron Man, the movie, directed by John Favreau. That one's fine. The first one's fine. Yeah. Um, And, well, (laughs) Kabunari of the Iron Fortress. So, take, if you will, Attack on Titan. I don't want to. Well, don't worry. It gets a little better. Great. Take, if you will, Attack on Titan. 
And then take that uh, Korean movie about zombies and trains. Snowpiercer? I think so. That's I not really so. about zombies. There, there's a specific Korean movie about with zombies on trains. It's on Netflix. Um... Uh, I'm trying to think, but Snowpiercer is the only one. Snowpiercer sounds I'm correct, but let me, I, I can easily find it. But uh, so in this show, it's feudal Japan, and the zombies are made of metal. Essentially, mm-hmm. they have to kill the zombies, but they can't kill the zombies because they're made of metal, and their guns are powered by steam. Problematic. So this one very extra character, like <laughs> he is the most excessively v- verbal character in an anime I've seen in a while, and it's he's very fun to watch. Like, even including Asta from Di- Different. Oh, okay. Different extra. Like, okay, so he gets bitten by one. Mm-hmm. So he tightens up his neck so the... Yeah, uh, I've seen that. <laughs> the virus doesn't get to his brain. And then he starts screaming, I'm not a zombie, I'm a, I'm a, zo- I'm a kabunari. Right. Which is the combination if your body is the metal zombie. And then, so the... It's a fun series. It's not good. It sounds like... It has enjoyable characters because they act cool mm. and fight cool. Um, Unlike in Dragon Ball. Unlike in Dragon Ball. Well, okay. Um, <laughs> we'll get to that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think... I think people need... If they watch it, need to just... Not shut off their brain, because that's stupid. I hate when people tell me that. Uh, just kind of not worry about plot, and just kind of have but fun. But there's definitely movies and shows that if you shut off your brain, they're more enjoyable. Yes, but I don't like... Because you can still enjoy it while keeping your brain on. Well, I mean, obviously you're not going to... Don't overthink like, it. Don't overthink it, yeah. Like, like Terminator Genesis, that movie is garbage, but it's fun to watch as long as you don't think about it even a little bit if you think about it you've lost but it's like one of those think it don't say it situations train but to bu- bu- yeah how you Busan Busan I saw it on a you should watch list once and I oh, didn't okay. watch it it sounds familiar yeah um yeah so that's I mean that's that's great that's yeah. really good I've I gotten into um this uh, journalist slash filmmaker on YouTube's work. Oh my god, Dan Bell. Um, Here we go. He explores abandoned places and like dead malls. So like malls with only like three shops in them now, or malls that are about to be demolished, or malls that haven't been successful since like 1985. Um, and the newer ones are all set to vaporwave music, um, specifically by Dan Mason, and like. It's really, really good. It is both cathartic and interesting, um, which is a hard combination. That sounds like a hard combination to, to deal to with. To master, yeah. Um, then he has another series about going into just, like, infamously dirty motel rooms and just inspecting them, basically, with his friends. That series is more... Uh, it is It is More fit. Formulary, formulaic. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know what you're getting into. It's, uh, it's, it's put together like a like TV episode. Yeah. Like, it could very clearly be on, like, Discovery or, like, HGTV or Travel. Travel, probably. Travel, probably, because it's a little gross. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's it's really cool, and the Abandoned Mall series is, like, it's really, really interesting. And, like... Open it, your mind to it, because it, 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 I, I, when he first described it to me, I was like, I mean, that just sounds like aesthetic. 
but it's but it is it is but, but it's more than that it's more than that it also gives you history and yeah this guy knows a lot about malls it's very relaxing <laughs> in the morning or in the evening yeah or just whenever um yeah and then the the dead Kmart one is a personal favorite of mine so check that out it's this is dan bell on youtube and twitter instagram etc yeah mm-hmm. that's what i did so let's get into games. Let's get into games. There's a fair amount of words yeah, per like four bullet things. point. Um, so CD Projekt Red, the creators of the Witcher yeah. series, um, have shared more information on Cyberpunk 2077, oh, finally yeah. explaining that the game will likely be at E3. We'll have an expansive single-player campaign with multiplayer to be added post-launch. Things are apparently on the table for it, according to an article... On, um, I think, dual joysticks, maybe. I forget exactly. Um, they, they're considering a Battle Royale-style mode um, and have hired a bunch of people for multiplayer planning. Specifically, the game's going to have a character creator. You can pick your class, which had initially been kind of up in the air um, when they first announced it. Um, the studio could not comment on a potential next-gen release because nothing's been announced by Sony or Microsoft, but they assured investors that their game will scale to it, basically confirming the existence of PlayStation 5 and Xbox 2. Woo! Um, I hope will, it's not called Xbox 2. I want it to be. There will be no microtransactions in single-player, and there will not be a Switch version, which is not the most shocking thing. Um, they also have another game, apparently, slated for um, 2019 or 2021. So, well, I mean, it's weird to think that in two years we'll be in 2020. Yeah, like that's just like a. But it's I like 2018. Know. Yeah. So I, if you do a little math. No, it's just like the, just like I don't know. It feels weird. It's like a monumental. Like, look, it's the same, 20 and 20, 2020. Well, do you remember when it was 2011 and everyone's like, it's gonna be. 11, 11, 11, at 11, 11 o'clock. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god. Make a wish. This <laughs> this will only happen once. Yeah. Don't um, make wishes at 11, 11. Every time I do, they end in tragedy. That sounds like, a, that sounds like Wish Upon. <laughs> the incredible movie available to watch now on Amazon. For free on Prime. <laughs> for free on Prime. But yeah, so that's cool. Um, the trailer for that was released like four years ago at this point. Yeah, so I remember excited. it being released. Yeah, so I'm 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 excited to learn more about it at the very least. I'm sure it'll be good because like, The Witcher Three is kind of like one of the most important games. So I've been told. Yeah, it's good. It's really good. I mean, the first two are games by definition, but the third <laughs> one's playable. So that's kind of cool. Oh my gosh. Um. But yeah. So there's that. Switch, Splatoon 2, and Smash 5 tournaments are going to be at E3. So that means we're going to get more information on Smash soon-ish. In June. In Well, before June. Because, like, they need to show what the game is before, like, just being like, here's the tournament for the game. Nope. They, they, Nintendo wouldn't do that. Nintendo would they just, might. like... If they do, then I'll give you a nickel, <laughs> but, like... Um... Speaking of Nintendo, they also showed an early version of ARMS at the Game Developers Conference, and you should look at these images because they're really cool. Um, there's a thread on Resetera, Reset Era, excuse me. I don't like saying it out loud too slowly because then people know. But Purple NeoGAF, um, and they posted 
a whole lot of stuff, like original test videos, um, original character designs for some, and some of them are really cool. The original Twintel is a lot to look at. Yeah. Um, Springman's design hasn't really changed. Like he was kind of set from the start. Yeah. Um, but it shows some cool stuff, and I think the whole video for their presentation for that will be up at some point if you're interested in the history of arms. Arms in all caps. Oh wow! Look at them go. All right. <laughs> Um, sea of Thieves is apparently not going well for people. Um, it's shocking. I am. There was a Game Informer article titled "The Sea of Thieves Forgot to Include a Target Audience," which is <laughs> such a good title, um, <laughs> if scathing at that. Um, but it explores that it doesn't really do like anything particularly well, according to a lot of like people who have played it and had hands-on experience with it and everything. Um, so that met with like the mixed and mostly negative reactions on social media and on Metacritic and stuff. It doesn't bode amazingly well for this game. This is always really fun with games. I've known, it, We're in an era where a game will either completely crash and burn or do fine. Mm-hmm. And I, I like watching them crash and burn. There's not really... Well, that's kind of what eliminated the, like, double-A game space like the not quite triple a like the euro jank like, of the world like uh like movie license games yeah like because they never did super well but they never did super bad either mm-hmm. um and now there's just kind of like because you have to be ambitious now right and so, if you're ambitious and you mess up you just wasted 20 million dollars mm-hmm. on sea of thieves Right, which is disappointing because it was Rare's first, like, big project in a while, like an actual video game. Yeah, but Rare didn't do too well after their uh Well, that's the heyday. point, is because, like, they were bought out by Microsoft and had to make Kinect games for, like, 15 years. Yeah. So. Guess who's forgotten about the Kinect? Everyone. Yeah, I don't think I had heard it, like, out loud spoken until I just said it moments ago. Yeah, neither have <laughs> I. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, it's available to play. Like, is it free to play? Because I thought it was free to play, but then I don't think it might. It, it might not be. I don't know. What, what, what game? Sea of Thieves. I I don't. I haven't followed it. I just remember looking at it and being oh, like, okay. oh, I don't like this. Because if it's free to play, then we should check it out and like yeah. stream it or something. But if it's not, then. I don't Did know. you download Mighty Number no. Nine? It's in my library. Okay, good. It's not downloaded though, because you don't need to. That's evil. Yeah, but we need to play it. <laughs> yeah, we do. Um, also, fantastic news. If you pre-order the Street Fighter 30th Anniversary Collection, uh, the collection that includes like every version of Street Fighter 2, um, Street Fighter 3 First Impact, Second Impact, Giant Battle, <laughs> and um, Third Strike. Which is the important one. The important one. With online play. And Alpha, which, yeah, um, you get Ultra Street Fighter 4 for free. On the Xbox One, PS4, and PC. You don't get those things for the Switch, so sucks. But the version contains the Super Street Fighter 2, the tournament battle, which allows eight players to play at local tournaments together. That sounds a lot of fun, but I... This this pains me, because I wanted to get it for Switch, but I also kind of like uh, Street Fighter Ultra, because mm-hmm. I like Omega a lot. Yeah. But I do want a good fighting game for Switch, and Waku Waku's getting old. Waku Waku's so good, though. It is good, but it has four characters. Um, seven. <laughs> Sorry. The Waku Waku Seven, thank you. 
Um, remember when we played Waku Waku during that like ridiculous storm? Yeah, and like, the sky trees was were like flying. Trees were flying past the window, as well as like full size cows. And the gr- the sky was green, and, and like, lightning cracked and set the flame. And you could hear the 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 siren, the tornado, the siren. tornado siren for like four hours. And then, and we're just like. But Waku Waku, the screen is all just the, the increasing lights. and decreasing in size, like, every five seconds. All the lights were <laughs> off, and there's just a ton of, like, flashing lights coming from the TV from Waku Waku 7. And then the tornado alarm happens again, and it's just like, oh, no, we're going to die. But it's like, oh, no, that means it's over. What? Are you sure? Yeah. But I still see that tree, like, coming towards our dorm. Like, it's getting, it's inching closer. <laughs> <laughs> It's oh, nothing man. like chaos and pandemonium in 2012 style nuclear like disaster thunderstorms. While playing a game that While has the same amount of chaos yeah. on screen. Well, we're gonna take a quick, quick, a quick, a quick break, and we'll be right back with TV, movies, and more right here on our Walter Nostey. For you, the listeners of They Won't Turn Off, Gamefly is offering a premium 30-day free trial to give you the opportunity to check out their services. Gamefly.com has over 8,000 new releases and classic games available to rent for just about every console, new or old, for a low monthly fee. To get your free trial today, go to GameflyOffer.com IWTO. Again, that's GameflyOffer.com IWTO for your free 30-day trial. So in TV, FLCL Alternative and Progressive trailers have dropped on the official Adult Swim Twitter and YouTube and it's coming out this summer. Whoa! Both of them. I'm so excited. I'm really excited. Um, the trailer shows off all the new characters and gives at least some semblance of the fact that the plot's probably going to be similar to the first series. It So when it first was revealed, the plot synopsis was Haruko is pretending to be a teacher. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense for what we saw. Yeah. Because she's going to try and guide these kids into making robots? aliens come out of their head. Or robots. Um, there was, I found this morning the Japanese PV for it, mm-hmm. which has different footage, and, uh, the first season seems to not revolve around, uh, the girl with the Ariana Grande headphones. Mm-hmm. The first season seems to be, um, more lighthearted, and then the second season, you, you see the, the Pirate King coming out of Haruko, so mm-hmm. I'm very excited. Yeah. That'll be it'll be an experience, and the pillows are doing all the music for it, mm-hmm. which is great. It's been in my head all day. Yeah, no. As soon as the the trailer and um, Highway Star started playing, mm-hmm. I was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that'll be good. Um, we talked about Jessica Jones already, so we don't have to do that. Um, Netflix is removing everything Andrew loves in April and is adding nothing. So they're adding, I guess, Speed Racer and Iron Giant, which I kind of like. Well, that's good. Iron Giant's very important. Iron Giant's very important. I kind of like Speed Racer. And then if you like Iron Giant, you can see him in Ready Player One, when he uses that gun that he loves so much to fight a war. We're not talking about that. (laughs) 
but then they're gonna get rid of all the cool Batman movies. <laughs> it's I okay. We, we have them on DVD. All right. You have them on DVD. Yeah. And we'll just not watch them because we already watched them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I guess I have nothing to complain about. It's just they remove everything that has like branding, and then they add a bunch of stuff I've never heard of. Well, that's sometimes good because there could be like some surprises. Yeah, but the way Netflix shows their stuff on their website. Yeah, it's really hard. It's really hard to gauge whether or not you're going to like it. Yeah, and the categories are kind of restricted. But then people are like, no, there's secret codes to unlock other categories. Like, like, I don't I'm not going to do all that. that. Yeah, nothing. You can just do. pirate things. Well, you said that. <laughs> Live and on the podcast. I, you can pirate things. <laughs> there you we go. don't support you if you do, though. You know, the, the key word for pirate is just legally acquire. You can legally acquire things. Mm-hmm. Wink. You don't even have to add the wink because people know what you mean. I blinked. Dang it. Damn. Um, <laughs> Dragon Ball Super ends this week, but the movie is slated for an international release December 18th. It's not slated for an international release. It's uh, They are teasing that they're going to... It'll come out uh, somewhat close together. It's not going to be like the six-month wait to localize. It's an international release. D- technically. And it's the 14th, not the 18th. Close enough. Yeah. Um, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I know that I'm going to be on, like, itching for Dragon Ball after Super's over, which is going to be good. I'll have to detox a little bit. You could detox at Drag Race. I no. just watched season five. Detox this season. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I mean, there's really nothing to get. I'm just stating a fact. Well, I detox out of my military inhaler they just found and decided to take a hit from and then realize that I I didn't help anyone when I did that, nor hurt anyone. Actually, no, I hurt people and I made things harder for everyone, so I'm going to try it again. Man, and we're then, back, on, back on Jessica then, Jones. No, see, if you wouldn't have said Jessica Jones, then I wouldn't have to market as spoilers. Well, we already said spoilers. Yeah, we, but we like, don't, it's not we the don't whole go episode. easy on It Won't Turn Off. We go harder, you go home. <laughs> There's no turning back. Speaking of going harder, going home, the Shazam logo is not good. I think it's okay. It's from a graphic de- from a graphic design standpoint, it's not very good. No, and it's competing with logos like Ant Man and the Wasp, which is a phenomenal. <laughs> the Ant Man one's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Marvel actually has been doing really good with their logos. I guess. Yeah. Thor Ragnarok had a good one. The whole marketing strategy for Ragnarok was pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Infinity Wars is correct, I guess, for what they're with the arc they're doing. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of other ones. Doesn't that come out in like two weeks? No. Yes. Twenty seventh of April. Okay, so like four. Yeah. Hmm. I'm I'm gonna see it. Of course. We're gonna talk about it. We have to see it. Yeah. (laughs) That's the only. That's all we can say. The only reason I would see it is because we have to. Well. Provide more money for the Marvel Disney machine. Oh my god. Guess what's going to happen if you don't give them money? Nothing, because everyone else is going to give them money. Exactly, and a lot of people enjoy them. Mm. I enjoy them. Mm. I don't. What's it like being a sheeple? It feels fine. Mm. What's it like being like. Pretentious? Great. I sleep well at night. One of them's pretentious. <laughs> One of them's a sheeple. They have a podcast together. It's two funny people. It won't turn off. They're gonna die. Oh. No, so, that's Final Destination 8. So isn't there also... Uh, John Stewart is gonna be the Green Lantern for the series? <laughs> yes! So, um... 
John, uh, Scott Snyder is doing a Justice League run. Um, thank God, because it needed help. And Scott Snyder's the best writer DC has right now, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, John Stewart's the Green Lantern there. It has Hawkwoman, it has Batman, it has Aquaman, Flash, Superman. John Jones. John Jones. He's um, so. He's. I, I love Martian Hunter. Yeah. It's, it's the ones that you would expect. It's literally. It's basically the lineup from the animated series. But now it's Cyborg. Yeah. Which is not a problem at all. No, not at all. Because um, he writes Cyborg really well, generally and speaking. Always, yeah. And Cyborg is fine. Mm-hmm. And he had a big, he had a, like, honestly kind of a big part in Metals. Um, He's so. just been part of the Justice League for a while now, too. So it just, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's that's fun. Deadpool 2 is happening also, and a trailer just for that got released today. I, I don't know if it's the same one, but I saw one when I went to Black Panther the second time. No, this is a new one. Okay. Ugh. It, so the first one has a plot and it just kind of uses the Deadpool uh, ridiculousness as uh, a way to tell it. This one looks like it's taking more of the ridiculousness and less plot, and that's what it seems like from first impressions from people too. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I'm not excited. I, I <sighs> people it, are gonna enjoy it. The too. thing is, is like the plot of Deadpool isn't even that like bad. Like it's actually kind of fine. It's just like it's a it's sort of a generic like hero's tale thing, but like with the romance, it's fine. The romance was fine. Mm-hmm. Like, I I think Deadpool was, was a good movie. It was serviceable as a film. Like, it's not like there's there. It's not an amazing like piece of cinema, but for a a superhero movie, it was exceptional in the sense that it was like it it kind of worked as on some levels at least as like a comedy. Well, I think it did a good job of, um, because they had to uh, market towards the people that buy Deadpool hoodies from Hot Topic, and also everyone else. Tacos, XD. And I I laughed at a couple parts, and I um, cringed at a couple parts, and that happened in Black Panther as well, so. Mm -hmm. Um, But at least the Black Panther ones were isolated. Well, yeah, but (laughs) Black Panther's thing isn't being crazy mm-hmm. his things being like relevant and cool also oh speaking of which quick thing mm-hmm. um white people Uh-oh. you can't use the words that they use in black panther you can't call people colonizers that's not your job that's yeah that's a thing that's been happening a lot and i've noticed it and ugh. yeah no don't if if you're gonna reclaim any word please do not reclaim the word colonizer yeah, it was used in that movie for a reason, mm-hmm. and it has Once. A, and it has a re- no twice, and it has and it has a reason, and you are not the person to use that word. Don't do it. Yeah, this has been a PSA. Thank you. <laughs> Mesothelioma, guys, please watch out. <laughs> Why does that get you so much? As I love those commercials. <laughs> If you or someone you know has mesothelioma, you may be entitled to a structured settlement. Speaking of structure, I have an idea for structure. So we always, there's always, every week, we have some fast food news. Basically, we should close yeah. the show every time with fast food news. Well, we, our first episode was about the Taco Bell Cantina. Mm-hmm. And that's how we closed the episode. 
So it's a. I think it's a good system. It's fitting. Taco Bell. If you know, I know we have some sponsors already. Thank you, Loot Crate, and thank you, Gamefly. Gamefly but before like, you buy. But like Taco Bell, I mean. Yeah. Hit us up. Hit us up. I mean, like... I have sauce in my pocket probably right now. Yeah, like, video game professional slash writer slash wrestling enthusiast Dan Riker got married at your Taco Bell as the first service. So, like, it's not like they don't care about pop culture. They are pop culture. Taco yeah. Bell is defining pop culture. They're doing a better job than any other fast food. I'm going to write my whole thesis about how Taco Bell became, was like this completely irrelevant brand. The thing is, you can. Right, and then became super popular and like important and relevant through social media and rebranding. Mm-hmm. And like re-establishing uh, their stores. Their, their stores and like their brand and their Understanding mission. who would pay for Correct. a food. And like, hey, maybe we should also provide options for people that don't want to eat, like, lard right. for lunch. Also, the healthiest fast food mm-hmm. and f- as far as trans Theoretically. fat. Taco Bell's going to be launching their own <laughs> chip brand to compete with Doritos in May. Which... I'm already on board. They're going to win. They're going to win because, you know what? You'd never get enough of those nacho chips when you order nachos at Taco Bell. Uh-huh. And also, like, and their get fries whole... were real good. They're good. I- I and now you get a whole bag, a whole bag full of Taco Bell chips. And yeah. they've been selling the sauces in bottles, and they've been yes. selling their, um, like, the taco shells and stuff and taco kits um, through their partnership with Kraft. And, mm-hmm. like, I've had them, and they're good. They, they taste... Yeah, and if they get the bags of chips... Chipotle's gonna die. Chipotle's going down the side, because... Th- what is the correlation you're picturing? Because you're really heated about this, and I'm not sure, like, I, 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 I understand I, I, completely your line of thinking. So, you know, Chipotle, everyone's like, well, you may get food poisoning, but it's fast, and they have the bags of chips. This is, like, to be sold in stores. In stores? Yeah. Oh, never mind. Yeah, this is like to this is like to be in the same aisle as Tostitos. Oh, well then, interesting. Alongside sauces and queso and stuff. Interesting. Um, there's going to be the original flavor, which is just basic tortilla chips. There's going to be mild and then hot. Mild sounds like a good starter. Fire, rather. Excuse me. And a bright red bag. <laughs> With the Illuminati on it. Belluminati. Belluminati, I'm sorry. Yeah, thank oh, you. Oh, dear. Please refer to them properly. And that last thing we don't need to talk about. Yep, we definitely don't need to talk about Tron Legacy Lego sets because like, it's it 2018. 2018. That movie came out like six years ago. If they did the original movie, then be like, oh, okay, then. Right, whatever, great. Whatever. The good. 45th anniversary? Who knows? But the Disney one didn't do well. Yeah, no. But the soundtrack was good, so, yeah. Jeff Bridges was in it. Yeah, he was. Well, that wraps it up for Won't Turn Off this week. I'll see you next time. Probably. Well, I, I think so. Yeah, most likely. Knocking on wood. <laughs> Boy. Here's our outro. 